and I declare the winner of the 2019 Brownlow Medal, Nathan Park of the Fremantle Football Club. Comeback Kings, the Dockers come back from six goals down at quarter time and do the impossible in what seems as one of the best wins in recent history. Worth the wait, Isaac Rankin earns a Rising Star nomination, proving why he was the number three draft pick. And with the waffle starting this week, the ever-popular Fraser McInnes joins us at the desk. Welcome to the Centre Square Podcast. Boot, and they're deep inside the 50, fluky ball, we've got McInnes, little opportunity, and he had a second oh. crack, and the second was better than the first, it's a goal! <laughs> What a weekend it was if you're a WA footy fan. We now have a stretch of home games uh, and our t- two WA teams are hot as going into Derby 51 on Sunday, which is shaping up to be a very interesting battle. You're listening to the Centre Square Podcast on Sport FM 91.3, your football headquarters. I'm Bray Leverage and joining me, as always, is Ethan Roth and Cal Levitt. Boys, how are we going? Yeah, as you said, uh, unbelievable result with the Dockers there. I couldn't, couldn't believe my eyes, but um, yeah, it's shaping up for a, a very interesting Derby 51, which I think could be the closest in a long, long time. Yeah, I'm good to be here, Ethan. Thanks for introducing me there. Um, uh, yeah, I got a couple tipping this week. It was pretty dreadful from me. Got yeah, two was, tips right. Yeah. Um, so we'll lost get into that later. Though. We'll get into that later, yeah. but yeah, it's good to be here. Massive guest next to you, Ethan. Yeah, with the waffle starting this week, it's perfect timing that this man does uh, come down to sit sit down with us. Uh, pick 28 in the 2011 National Draft. 14 games between 2012 to 2019, kicking seven goals. The inaugural captain of the West Coast Eagles in the waffle last year. He now finds himself at his original club in the Perth Demons. It's big man Fraser McInnes. Fraser, welcome to the show. How are you going? Yeah, thanks for having me on, gents. Great to be here. Um... Yeah, it's come full circle back to where it all started at Perth and on the eve of the waffle season, so really looking forward to getting into it. Yeah, of course. Um, we'll take you back to your early days and your childhood. You played for South Perth Junior Footy Club, attended Trinity. What were your memories like growing up uh, down there? Yeah, you boys have done your research, yeah. Um, played, yeah, just at my local club, South Perth, for a number of years. Um, and then school football at Trinity, so PSA footy was really enjoyable. And it's been getting a fair bit of coverage with no waffle on at the moment and yeah. um, no AFL in the state, so... Really enjoyed my school football, um, and yeah, that was kind of my journey as a kid. Can you remember what the uh, build-up to the draft was like with all the testing and championships, and did you feel any extra expectation with pick 28 to a team you grew up barracking for and had a family tie to? Yeah, I think um, my draft year, I didn't actually play much footy because I was injured most of the year, so I played 18th the year before um, as an underager and then had an injury. I uh, played a bit of Colts, went all right there and had injury on the EVA kind of the 18s carnival. So, um, yeah, I was really happy to stay in my, my home state. Um, I guess you don't, you only know what you know as well, so you don't know what it would have been like if you went interstate and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I was very happy to stay and, and play for a really good club. Yep, so we'll move on to 2012-2013. You were playing at Perth and you were in emergency a few times for the Eagles without cracking into the 22. What was the alignment with East Perth like and the rela- was the relationships strong between the AFL and Waffle or did it not really feel like you're at the same club? Yeah, so that so East Perth is my third and fourth year. So my first and second year, they were at Perth. Um, oh, I think, I mean, we had some successes, I guess, at East Perth. Made a grand final, played in prelims, generally played in finals. So, <coughs> excuse the cough, boys. Um, it was, yeah, I mean, the 
end of the alignment was probably at the right timing for both parties. Um, you know, there were some good times definitely and also some some times where it got a bit tough. But I think overall, if you look back on it, it was pretty successful without winning a premiership but getting close. Yeah. So um, off the back of the 2014 season, making the grand final at the Royals, you're able to make your debut round four, 2015 against Brisbane at the Gabba. How was that experience or the build up and I guess your jump presentation and the game? Yeah, it was. Um, that was my fourth year of football, so I had a, a reasonable year um, in my third year when West uh, East Perth, sorry, made the grand final. Um, started you know reasonably well form wise for East Perth, and then you know opportunity opened up. I think Jack Darling got injured, so um, it was great to get away and have a win up there in my first game in Brisbane. Um, yeah, I think I went alright as well, so yep. which was good. Had a yeah. win and, and kicked a goal and took some grabs, so happy days. Yeah, the, uh, the gay rage shall win uh, <coughs> a good good thing. Uh, so the rest of the season, you played six more games, including your best ever against the Suns in round seven, where you recorded twenty two disposals, seven marks, and a goal. As the club finished second on the ladder and reached a grand final later on, what do you put the success of this few down to? Did you do anything different in the preseason, or was it just having a, a free run at it? Oh, I think I was probably just building throughout my early years I, when I got drafted you know I probably wasn't physically ready to come in and play AFL I just was getting fitter and stronger you know my first year was solid year for a 19 year old kid my second year I couldn't get a kick third year took another step in the right direction my fourth year as well so um, it was probably just a progression probably that second year you know I didn't play as well as what I needed to so that probably held me back from really coming on a bit sooner um, but yeah the team was playing well so it was easy to well not easy but it was good for me to come in and and play my role um, then had a hamstring injury later in the year which kind of put it on hold um, but the team kept flying so it was good to be a part of yeah we say that often like um, players take can take a while to get into the AFL system mm. with the, the big bodies and yeah it's not really it's not really the same as uh, like lower footy Colts footy so yeah um, it was good that you were able to finally break through and not they not for the club to delist you not mm. giving you a chance yeah so. definitely definitely so moving on, unfortunately you were delisted at the end of 2016, but picked up in the rookie draft. How did you take that? Yeah, I'm trying to piece all the years together. But yeah, then I, the following year, so I had that hamstring surgery and then just, I don't know, just didn't play good enough footy, to be honest. Um, played poorly. Um, you know, I was kind of put down or delisted, re-rookied. Um, and it was kind of just, you know, all right, it's over to me now. Last chance to try and get it going. So worked really hard in that off-season, came back in good conditions and just tried to, you know, claw away and um, you know play as well as what I could have and see how long I could keep going for. Yeah. That was the mindset. So although you're not playing, you still made the trip over to Melbourne for the 2018 Grand Final. What was the atmosphere like? No doubt you would have been happy for the boys, but was it hard to watch uh, the game as with the other guys that weren't playing as well, like Gaffey, Nick Nat and all those other boys with you? Yeah, I think for them, you know, they were really... Oh, everyone's in a different boat, you know what I mean? Like it's... Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it was really enjoyable and, you know, it was great to see the boys win, but definitely, you know, Eric McKenzie would have found it hard and Brad Shepard yeah, being so yeah. close and, you know, Nick's pretty, you know, special fella. So, you know, he's he was really good amongst the group. But, yeah, definitely some blokes would have found it hard. Um, overall, looking back, you know, a couple of years removed from it, you know, really glad to experience and play a couple of games that year and, um, you know, be a part of it. Yeah. So uh, 2019 was your last year on the list and you were made captain of the West Coast Eagles uh, waffle side. What did this mean to you and how did you enjoy the leadership role as the team made a semi-final in their first season? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think I knew at the end of the 2018 season, um, you know, we had a waffle team coming up in 2019, which probably, you know, kept me around for another year, thankfully, um, to be the captain of that team. So, you know, prolonged my career by one year, which was great. So um, I really enjoyed you know, being in a leadership role there gave me a good sense of purpose. Um, you know, more just concentrating on playing with that team and helping the younger players play well. So, 
Um, you know, we had a really we had a rough start to the year. We'll come in last at the halfway point and to turn it around, um, win some games and win a final. Definitely, I thought it was a big success for our first year. Yeah. So you're a popular figure at the uh, popular figure at the club with everyone speaking highly of you. This is reflected when you won the Chris Mainwaring Award for the best club. And how nice is it to get that award? Yeah, it was it was great. Um, you know, you don't really. You know, there's no criteria or, or things to win the award, so you kind of go to the night night expecting to win it, and then it's it's towards the end of the night as well. So I, I didn't think I was going to get anywhere in the best of Ferris that year, not playing a game. So I was, um, you know, enjoying my night, and then had to get called up. So I think I yeah put together an okay speech and did make it for myself. So yeah, it was good to um, you know I guess have that under the belt and um, yeah something I think. Yeah, think back on with good memories. And did you know already then that you weren't going to get another contract? Um, yeah, I did. I didn't ask for another one as well, so it was. Um, I, I was yeah at a time where I was kind of ready to to um, progress with things off the field, so um, I felt like I you know didn't have any more to give you know at the top level either. So I was um, yeah more than content to try and progress into the next stage. So um, yeah, I, I was ready to to move on. Yep. So you've seen a lot of players come and go. Who are your best mates at the club, and was there any sprays in particular from the coaches uh, you had there at West Coast? Yeah, best mates. Uh, yeah, so I was there with my cousin Jacob. So obviously, we're, it's family. It's in the blood. But yeah, Xavier Ellis was a was a good mate. Mitch Brown and Eric McKenzie. Um, I don't know, even Hamish Brayshaw and a few oh. of the younger crew like um, Josh Rotham and Jake Waterman and Matty Allen. There's quite, there's, yeah. there's a few Josh Smith. It's it's a lot of the guys that come and go quickly because when you're playing on the fringes, you know, generally they're the guys that get turned over a bit quicker on the list. Sprays. Oh, I'm sure. You know, are there any... I remember Simo gave me a spray once saying, I sent her the ball, it was just a training drill, and I thought I did the right thing. And, um, you know, he gave me a spray, but I couldn't actually hear what he was saying. So I thought I was all in the good with him. You know, a few swear words, like, what the hell are you doing? Um, And I thought it was all fine. And then I got into the ice bins after, and Yoey goes to me, oh, how about that spray that Simo gave you, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, was he spraying me? I thought I was in the good book. So um, I remember him giving me one of those at Subi Oval once, but... I'm sure there would have been a lot of expletives behind the glass, which I didn't hear, so that yeah. was good. And you mentioned Subi Oval. Did you play at Optus at all? Um, I played one game at Optus, yep. And I started on the bench and was against Essendon on a Thursday night. And by the time I came on, they were probably six goals to zero up, so that wasn't great. Yeah. Um, what, yeah. What was the relationship with Adam Simpson like? Apart from that, that spray, was oh, it? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah, Simo would, Simo's quite measured. Um, I'm sure he does fire up a little bit. Uh, but... No, it's always been pretty positive. Um, you know, he's a really good operator. His record speaks for himself. I think he's oh, he would have been there, you know, for a number of years, maybe six years, and his winning percentage is great. So he's clearly done a good job. Um, really high football IQ, and I've probably yet been able to see it a little bit more this year um, when I was involved a bit more in the footy department earlier in the year of how smarty how smarty is and how much work he goes to. Um, yeah. Yeah, so moving on to what's happening um, now and the, the future. With the hub, did you keep in contact with the boys? Obviously, they've just come back. So how did they go if you um, contacted them and how did yeah. you see that they went? Yeah, I mean, yeah, what did they come out of it? Two and four, I think, their record? Three and three. three and the Dockers yeah, were two and four. Yeah, yeah, three and three total, but we won two over there, lost three over oh, there. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, so six, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, being a very proud club, you know, we – our winning percentage we probably would have liked to have been a bit better but to come home with two wins from there um you know we're three and three our overall record now i feel as though we're in a reasonable position um probably not playing our optimum football but it is you know only early days so i think we're in in a solid position um to really get things going a bit from here i think overall you know change is difficult for the boys so 
probably would have been tiring for him at times. And, you know, as I spoke to him, some boys loved it. And then a couple of weeks later, they were, you know, questioning some things. So overall, they've got through it. Um, it'll make them stronger. And I think they're in a reasonable spot from here. Yeah, so with COVID happening, uh, obviously no one would have expected it. The Eagles weren't able to get a waffle team this season. Hopefully um, they can get one for the future. But was it always going to be Perth that you were going to come back to? And even though it's at the same location that the Eagles down there at Lath Lane, you still have part-time work, which you touched on. Was it a bit surreal walking through the rooms again where it all started? Yeah, I was. Yeah, when I knew West Coast Waffle weren't getting a team, you know, I was pretty set on playing at Perth um, just because I probably felt like I owed it to them to go back there and play and I feel as though they are on um, you know going in the right direction yeah it was a bit it was you know I was actually a bit nervous going down for the first session not much change like it's still the the old bones of the building are still there but and it's still a few players that I play with but it was yeah it was quite uh, you know I was probably a little bit nervous for my first session there um, but it's a really good feeling getting back to a you know a good hearty football club um, who are you know really passionate and trying to win football games so you played a variety of positions in your career, including down back in the ruck and up forward. What is your preferred position and where will you be spending most of your time for Perth this season? Yeah, I think for Perth, I'll, well, I'll play a key forward and I'm assuming I'll probably chop out in the ruck. So I think that's probably my best fit, being able to play maybe, you know, up forward and then chop out in the ruck, whether it be, you know, 70% forward and 30% ruck. Um, yeah, so I'd say that's my best spot and most preferred yeah uh, it doesn't really bother me where I play to be honest yeah, I just like being out there yeah yeah. Um, so obviously you're probably looking forward to this week uh, round one of the waffle you've had a couple of you say pre-season games scratch matches in the last couple of weeks how excited are you and the boys to finally get out there and verse Peel this week yeah I think um, there's been probably been a little bit of build up now at Perth with um, you know also getting Brady Gray and Andrew Fisher and uh, Logan McDonald's a good young player coming on so there's a little bit of outside noise but I feel as though you know the boys are pretty we're locked into our training and, you know, we weren't uh, red hot on the weekend with our performance, but I feel as though, you know, we're not getting ahead of ourselves. So, yeah, we're really excited. Um, I actually really enjoy getting down to Mandurah and playing and um, hopefully we can come over the points. Yeah, so what do you reckon the keys are to beating um, Peel? Have you looked much at like, what their strengths are or had a bit of vision? Or? Yeah, we'll go through that a bit more Thursday. Um, reviewed our kind of game on Monday um, and we'll look a bit more at Peel. I mean, Ben Howlett's a really quality player inside. Um, so I think, yeah, starting well will be, will be very important. Blair Bell's dangerous up forward, Ballantyne. Um, so they do definitely have some some good tricks up forward. I think if we can match it in the midfield and, and start well, um, you know, that'll hold us in good stead. Yeah, so we've got some fan questions now. Bray, if you want to start off with the first one. Yep. Uh, Dylan Lee, 234. How did everyone treat you at the Eagles? They treated me well. Yeah, coaching coaching staff was great. Um, you know, the people that worked there, awesome. So made some good good relationships, I guess, yeah, with, with your teammates. But also, um, you know, it's probably more the staff, whether it be sports science or um, physios and stuff like that. You know, you, you do meet a lot, lot of good people throughout the building. So really, yeah, treated well. This one's from Zach Evans. Uh, best footy moment or game you've, you've played in, so it could be individual yep. or team. Yeah, probably my debut up in Brisbane probably would be one. Um, Winning that final against West Perth for West Coast Waffle was, was a great experience too. I would say, yeah, that'd be it. Debut and probably winning that final for Waffle. Brady Day. Gray kicked the winner, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good finish. Good finish to that game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a scrappy game. There was no one there, was there? There was like... No. Oh, yeah, the it was grandstand. On yeah. Channel 7 broadcast. Yeah, it was terrible, terrible weather. But I think crowd should be a bit better this year. People were keen to get their footy fixed, so it'll be good. Yeah, just a quick one, actually, bringing that up. Do you think that crowds would be in the next couple of weeks of Waffle Games probably the hub here in Perth doesn't really help with that but 
Do you guys, you players think are confident you get big numbers down there? Yeah, I think they will. We've got East Perth round two. That'll be East Perth's first game because they've got the bye. Um, yeah. Two pretty proud clubs. So I think they will. And I mean, if the if you can only get 30,000 in, um, that means 30,000 people that would have went to footy are missing out. So I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure, sh- I think people will want to get that footy fixed. And I think yeah. Waffle being a bit shorter, um, it'll be able to generate interest and maintain it a bit better. Yeah. Yep. So next Q&A from Jack Malabone 06. Any advice for young forwards? For young forwards, if he's, a, if he's a tall forward, I'd say being able to, you know, working on your marking is probably really important. Um, you're going to get most of your shots from marks and goals, so whether it be contested but also on the lead. So I think that's really important. Um, yeah, work on work on your strengths and what's going to make you a good forward. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, that's done for the questions. We've got in strife now, so I've got it for this week. I don't usually have it, but... Pretty much anyone that's under the pump in the footy industry or, uh, yeah, that's um, done something bad. So, first one I've gone with is Damien Hardwick. I'm not sure if you guys saw it, but he was blaming John Longmire and the Sydney Swans structure and game plan as the reason for a poor and low-scoring game. Um, as soon as you put it on someone else, especially on an opposition, it's uh, never pretty. And it was, um, I thought it was just good good coaching, putting numbers behind the ball. Plus, it was raining as well. So, the slip- slipperiness added to why not a lot of goals were scored. So... Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, you can't blame John Longmire for probably trying to do what's going to be best for his team to help win the game. Um, I mean, Richmond did get away with the win, so happy days they get the points. But yeah, probably wasn't the best spectacle. But I mean, John Longmire would prefer to do that than lose by X amount of goals if it was going to be a big margin. So um, yeah, there's not much you can do. There's It's not like it's Auskick or netball and yeah. you've got to keep yeah. your zone. So yeah, I don't know how they're going to um, police that any better anyway. So yeah. oh, it's fine. Yeah. They're losing 16 minutes anyway from a normal game anyway and wet games aren't high scoring anyway so it wouldn't have been much difference yeah. but yeah. the goals were lacking definitely in that yeah. game yeah, yeah and Damon Hardwick did call I think John Longmire the next day to apologise because I think it got a bit out of hand yeah um, yeah yeah. I don't think it probably wouldn't have been a personal attack it was just um, yeah. in the a moment. bit frustrated yeah, yeah. Uh, so the next one is North Melbourne's Luke McDonald for making the coronavirus gesture covering his mouth towards Connor McKenna uh, given the state of things was pretty appalling and McKenna had the last laugh anyway with the Dons coming away with the W so I'm sure you guys would have seen that yeah. just covered the mouth towards him yep. um, yeah not the best look yeah yeah it's not um, yeah Connor was probably treated a little bit unfairly by how much media attention he got for him yeah. potentially having the virus um, yeah Luke's probably just you know a bit of a larrikin trying to do it a bit like Sam Mitchell when he did it to Joe mm. Watson that day so yeah, a bit of tongue-in-cheek, but yeah, probably was tough for Connor with all the media attention he did get a number of weeks back. Yeah, and um, Rhys Shaw made Luke McDonald call up Connor McKenna to yeah, apologise for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, third one, Kane Corns is a regular of this segment, often saying his name most weeks. Um, <laughs> now, the Power Games record holder said Isaac Rankin is the best talent to come out of South Australia since Matthew Pavlich in 1999. Although his debut was terrific, it was very, very good. He has played one game and you've got guys such as Lockie Neal, Brody Grundy, who, whether or not Kane realises it, they are, in fact, from South Australia. Mm. So Yeah, it's a big big call to make after one game. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, yeah made, made the, what, statement in an article or was on TV? It was, it was on uh, Footy Classified. Yeah, yeah so he made the call on TV, probably didn't do his research and has just assumed that, so... yeah. Naughty yeah. from Kane. Yeah. yeah, he probably didn't. He probably thought, oh, um, Grundy, Neil, these guys, they haven't played for South Australia. Yeah, club, so they don't count anymore. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, I'd like to see who, who it would be. But yeah, I don't know, he likes making big calls, Kane. Yeah, it's he quite does. entertaining. Does. Uh, 
this last one, St Kilda's Ben Long for the concussion of Dockers Ruck and Sean Darcy. Um, you could make a case that he was trying to protect the space of the ball, uh, but Darcy had all eyes for it, and any time you choose the player over the ball, you're going to be in trouble. Um, he was sent to the tribunal and was handed three weeks, which is, I think, appropriate, given how much the bump has been dealt with and talked about lately. So, yeah, I think... Yeah, that one did look bad. And Shield got two weeks for his one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's been a lot of mat- um, match review reviews lately. So. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't think it was probably... It probably wasn't malice in the Ben Long one, but it was unfortunate and really, you yeah. know, quite heavy impact. Darcy looked... Yeah. Yeah, really did, yeah, didn't look after good. it. Yeah. But you could say the Shield one looked a bit better than that one, but still a bit high. Yeah. Anyway, good call, bad yeah, call. Yeah, good call, bad call. So, Fraser and Cow, uh, yep. it's, a, it's a quick segment. Yeah, so, so we say it at the same time. Yep, same just time. Really off. Just as soon as you think either good call or bad call. Um, there we go. So, first one. Alistair Clarks is nearing the end of his time at the Hawks. Good call, bad call. Bad call. Bad call. Okay, Stephen Coniglia was the best man to lead the Giants despite his recent below average form. Good call. Good call. Yeah. Stop copying me. <laughs> uh, you go first. This, this one, first. you would have seen it with uh, your former teammate, Nick Nat. Uh, there was no way Riley O'Brien's phone accidentally tweeted his game notes and he threw his phone at the wall after to get, just get a new uh, 5G <laughs> Samsung. Uh, bad call. I think bad call. I believe O'Brien. <laughs> um, Jack Darling has now replaced Josh Kennedy as, the we- as West Coast's number one target inside 50. Good call. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> bad call. <laughs> just to go against you. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to um, start me. The gap between Western Bulldogs' best and worst footy is the biggest in the comp. Yeah, good call. Carlton's call. maybe even. What bad, do you reckon? Bad call. Bad call. Yeah. Bad call, yeah. And the last one. Uh, Perth should be up there with Subiaco for favourites for this year's waffle flag after adding the likes of former AFL talent Chris Marston, Brady Gray, Fraser McInnes and top-up player Andrew Fisher. Bad call. Bad call. <laughs> no, I don't, mind. Call. I don't want to be favourites. I just want to find on the radar. Yeah. Benny Chris, odds don't bother yeah. me. Well, Perth were pretty strong last year without all these new yeah. recruits. So it could be that could be even stronger. Yeah, I think so. We've definitely lost a few in like Michael Bunnell, Chris Bryan, Cody Ninyat went to South mm. Frio. So Cody Leggett's at East Frio. So Clint Jones. So there's been a couple come out. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, Perth played well last year. You know, yeah. we've got some blokes in who played different lines. So. I think we're gelling reasonably well. Yeah. yeah. Sorry for it. What's uh, Chris Marston been like? He's He was on our show a few weeks ago uh, yeah. over the phone. He's uh, a bit of a character, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, he's funny, Chris. He's really invested and involved in it. Um, you know, he's, he's got a good heart and, yeah, he's really keen to keep playing and keep winning. Yeah, no doubt. All right, so hand it over to myself. Uh, Centre Square Player of the Year. So we go one, two, three. So one vote. We've all decided to go Lockie Whitfield, one of the Giants standout in the 17-point loss. Uh, he kicked one goal, 25 disposals, eight marks, four tackles, and the most metres gained with 457. So that's pretty late. Yeah, shows his work ethic. Yeah, 100%. Uh, two votes. We've gone with Tim Kelly, easily his best game of the year. Some of these Geelong forms come over to the Eagles with the game on the weekend. Had 24 touches, which is a lot. 81% time on the ground, which is... A lot more than I think he was having over the first yeah. month of the competition. But 24 touches um, yeah. plus shorter quarters. That that yeah. could be equivalent of like a 30 plus. Yeah. yeah. And three votes. We've decided to go Paddy Dangerfield. Uh, I think that's his first three votes we've given him this yeah. year. Yeah. So he got 26 disposals, seven marks, three tackles, eight clearances, seven inside 50s. And really brought the, brought the Cats back into the game. That's a pretty stacked yeah, well stat line, he isn't was, it? He was playing on uh, Jared Barry or Jared Barry was playing on him and a bit of a youngster, so I think he just yep. uh, yeah showed him showed him how good he can be. Yep. But what about the unlucky to miss? 
Uh, the unlucky to miss, we got Sam Simpson. Yeah, first game in first two years, I think. Two years, yeah, yeah. 27 mm-hmm. touches. He Big got. game for him. Lockie Neal, who's obviously leading. Yeah, yeah he's leading, isn't he? By a mile. Yeah, well, yeah. with Matt Rao not um, going to play, uh, yeah, like you could say Lockie Neal is winning by a mile. His favourite now. Uh, Adam Chalor, I think he had 35. Yeah. It got a lot of it, but it wasn't a lot of good, good footy. It was bad footy. Not touches. effective. Yeah, not effective. That's the word I'm looking for. James Sicily. Uh, Brody Smith, Christian Petrarca, Andrew McGrath, Callum Mills, and Lockie Hunter in his return back for the Bulldogs. Yeah, I thought he was good. He used the ball and made some, some good decisions. We'll hand over to Bray, who's got the tips. Yeah, well, great weekend of tipping from myself. Not for me. Uh, Not I've for taken me. the lead of the tipping leaderboard on 33 points. Cow, he had, had, a, had stinker a stinker on the weekend. Absolute stinker. Two he's he's, he's one point behind Not on 32. Good. Ethan has taken all the way up. To Cow, he's on 32 as well. Noah is on 26. He's probably struggled early on in the season going with his Freo Dockers uh, for the tipping. And then Luca didn't get his tips in in time so last week. So he, he got, to, he he got tried, all the away teams. He, he tried to take all the home teams. Yeah, he tried to claim nine out of nine. But, but we're not cause he get, if you don't put, get your tips in time, you get the away teams and no away teams won. So he got zero. And he's down there on 24. There, there was, the there was, was uh, on a neutral ground. There was yeah. fears about him uh, going back-to-back zeros. But he, uh, he got the uh, the tips into <laughs> us this morning. Time, so. yep. Just. Just right. lucky. Round, round seven. seven. Big round ahead. It starts off with an absolute blockbuster cow. You might be there. John Collingwood. I will be there tomorrow night. I will be yeah. there. It's going to be an absolute blockbuster. Uh, boys, who are we going for? Yeah, I'll, I'll start off. I'm going to go with Geelong. I think they're going to adapt better to the hub life here in WA. And I think the experienced guys such as Selwood, Dangerfield, Hawkins will um, yeah, lead the way and get the other boys up and going. Fraser? Um, yeah, I'll go Geelong too. Yeah, I think they're playing good footy. They're quite mature team. So, yeah, good call. We adapt yep. to the hub life. Um, I'm going to have to back my boys in. I'm going to have to go Collingwood. Degoe's back this week. So, yeah. that could boost... What am I trying to say here? Boost the intensity of boost the confidence. Yeah. The confidence. I don't know. Well, I'm going to go Collingwood. So. Yeah, I'm going to go Geelong. And they've been pretty strong lately. So, uh, I reckon they should go pretty well. Friday night, up at Metricon. This should be another blockbuster as well. Essendon and the Dogs. Oh. This will be a tough one. A tough one. There's just so but many, like, um, either ways. Uh, I'm going to go the Bulldogs. Yeah, I think yep. they'll bounce back. Yep. I'm going Essendon. They lost to Carlton by point. If They could be on top, Essendon. Yeah. With a game in hand. Yeah, well. they're a game in hand. Yeah. And they've only lost one game. Yeah, I'm going to go Essendon as well. I might go for an upset. I might go to the Dogs, obviously. Oh, Essendon. Dogs. They're going to be missing uh, Shield, Dylan Shield. Yeah, so. True. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll back the dogs in for that one uh, But three games on Saturday um, GWS Brisbane kicks us off uh, The Giants are back at Giants Stadium So boys, who we got for this one? Yeah, I'm going to go to the Giants I think they're home, they'll want to go back to their home ground um, They play pretty well though, there Although they, they did lose to the Pies the other week But yeah, Giants Yeah, Brisbane seem to be slowing a little bit Hey, so yeah. I might go No, I'm going to stay on the Brisbane train yeah, I'm going to go Brisbane. Ones. Going to Brisbane, back them. I'm going to go GWS. You love I reckon Ooh. the home ground, uh, being away from home for the Lions, might be hurting them. So I'm going to go go the GWS Giants. But uh, second game, the Twilight game, Sydney versus the Gold Coast at the SCG. Uh, this will be an interesting one, don't you reckon? Yep. No Isaac Heaney, no Josh Kennedy for the Swans. Yep. And the no Matt Rao, of course, for the Suns. Yep. So, <laughs> Yeah, well... 
I'm going to go. The Sydney Sydney Swans played well in against Richmond, um, especially that's towards the end of the game. The last five minutes, I thought they could um, potentially come back and and uh, get a win. So I'm going to go Sydney, although they have two of their superstars out. Yeah, I'm going to go Gold Coast for that reason, having two superstars out. Yeah, I'm going to go Gold Coast and Isaac Rankin to kick four. <laughs> that's a, that's a statement. Kick four. What, what happens if he does kick four? You get an extra tip. Extra uh, tip sure. No, no, it's, it's too close. It's too close up the top. <laughs> it's too close. If you're if you're in Luca's position, yeah, then okay, sure fair thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Gold Coast as well. They've had a, they've had an all right record at the SCG. They won a game yeah. as underdogs the other year. Yeah. But uh, almost a completely different side. But I reckon they they'll get over Sydney. Uh, Saturday night footy, Richmond versus North Melbourne at Metricon. Uh, who we got for this one? Yeah, I'm gonna go Richmond. Um, yeah, just North Melbourne. Not sure where they're at at the moment. There's been a lot of talk as they're they're struggling as a side. So Richmond. Yeah, likewise. I'll go Richmond, but it's tough to know where they're at. They've got a fair few yeah. out and a couple not up there. So, but I'll yeah. I'll keep backing them in their quality side. Yeah, I'll go Richmond as well. Yep, same thing. Uh, Sunday, Carlton Paul Adelaide at the Gabba. This well, if Carlton bring what they brought on Sunday night, this could be a hot contest. But Paul Adelaide got to be the favourites. Yeah, they do. Um, yeah, poor Adelaide for that reason. I just think, you know, they're seeing uh, Ken Hinckley in the uh, the huddle in the rooms after the game singing oh, the yeah, song. Oh yeah, he got he got the gate they, re- they do you think they should re-sign him now? Do you think? Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, he should do. The top of the table. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. poor Adelaide. Yep, I'll go Port as well. I'm surprised they're still up in Brisbane. Yeah, they go back the week after. After, yeah. yeah. With Essendon. Yeah. Well, cows upset of the week time. Oh, oh here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna back the Blues to win. So. Who was your upset last week? It was, it was, Adla- it was Adelaide to beat the Eagles. That no, well that that, that, that went, went terribly wrong, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. You changed it late, didn't you? You had well, it. You had um, West Coast, and then I didn't have the upset of the week. So. I went yeah, away. I'm gonna go for Port. Uh, too strong. Um, next game, Hawthorne Melbourne at Giant Stadium on the Sunday, of course. Middle game. Um, this has the potential to be a real good game, I think. Yeah. Looking at the form guide. I think Melbourne, I'm, I, maybe I'm overrating them, but I actually am a, a really good fan of Melbourne. I'm not yep. too um, keen on Hawthorne, so I'm going to go the Ds. I'm going to go Hawthorne, but for, don't know why, just because I am. <laughs> they're, they're a bit tough to pick these two, so. Yeah, yeah. I I'll go the Hawks. Yeah, I'm going to go Hawthorne as well. They're pretty, pretty dreadful on. Was it Friday night or Thursday night? They versus Collingwood, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they were pretty. They were pretty bad, but mm. I'll bat them to bat. Who did Melbourne play again last week? They beat them. Uh, yeah, yeah, they got a win. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Um, Someone. Yeah, I might. I might go Melbourne. Go for yeah. the team that won. Uh, anyway, the Derby Fifty One on uh, Sunday Second, evening. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, Twilight. isn't it? It's four thirty something yeah, Perth so it'll be time. Like half sort of. Yeah, like a, a twilight finish in the dark. Uh, but this should be an absolute belter. But you never know yeah. uh, if West Coast turn up to play their good footy. Uh, it could just be a domination like it was in Derby well, Fifty last year, where Fremantle not. scored two goals. <laughs> yeah, well, let's not ho- hope not. Uh, bit of talk about Fife. Is he going to play or not? Because um, mm. he played out of the goal square um, last game, and when there was about. A couple of minutes left, you would expect him if he was fit enough to go in the midfield. So, not sure if, if he'll play. Um, and obviously, Hayden Young is going to be out for a, a while. 
uh, as well as Darcy, I think, Darcy. might come in. They're just trying to test his concussion. But I'm going to go Freo just because, yeah, I want them to win. Because so. you're a Freo supporter. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> clearly. After all those reasons why they might not win, then you're still chipping me clearly a Freo supporter. <laughs> I'm going West Coast. I'm a West Coast supporter. Yeah, um, yeah I'll go West Coast. Yeah, I'll back my boys in. Oh, I'll take the Eagles. Uh, and the first Monday game in... Or Monday night, Monday night game in, I think it's five years or something. Yeah. Six years, something. Um, Adelaide, St. Kilda at the Adelaide Oval. Now, they should have, they did, they'll have fans, won't they? Yeah. They, they had fans for the showdowns, so they should you, have. You, they might not, the way they're playing. People might not come, <laughs> come out. I don't have anyone to call. Yeah, but uh, I'm going to take the Saints. They'll recover from last week's, uh, I guess, shock loss to Fremantle. Yeah, and if they go up in the first quarter or the first half, they will, they will know not to calm down and <laughs> yeah. say, yeah, I'm going to the Saints. Saints as well. I think Monday night footy is a good thing. I'd love to see them, you know, Thursday to Monday on the regular. Yeah, they've also got to announce as well, Fremantle and Geelong the week after, yep. round eight. So yep. that'll be good for Perth yeah, to great. get a Monday yep. night game. Yep. Um, I think it's pretty hard to tip Adelaide this year, even though I did it yep. last week. <laughs> but that was for an upset. But no, no upset this time. St. Kilda's going to win by mile. Do you reckon they're gonna, Adelaide will win a game all year? It's hard to see where it's going to uh, come from. Ex- yeah, it is. It's very hard to see. <laughs> but yeah, yeah who who will they beat? I would have said Fremantle, but that was they've already played and that was sort of close. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know, probably Carlton or something. <laughs> depends on Carlton. Depends if Carlton rock up to play. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the other two boys that aren't here, their tips. So Noah's gone Geelong, Essendon, GWS, Sydney, Richmond, Port Adelaide, Hawthorne, Fremantle, and St Kilda. As the Luca, the Cats, the Bombers, Brisbane, Gold Coast, Richmond, Port. Hawthorne, Freo, and St Kilda. So, pretty similar there. And, um, Freo diehard fans, those two are. Yep. Uh, Back them in. You'd expect, well, not expect, you would uh, hope for them yep, to anyway. get up the leaderboard, make it a tighter contest. Yeah, well, we have got uh, the quiz. Uh, that's probably the best part of the show, really. Uh, How many questions? Five. Five. Oh, I've so, a few more, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, well. I enjoy my quizzes. Let's get into it. Yeah, anyway. Uh, reading, are you reading them out? Yeah, I'm yeah, reading yeah. them out. You so it's Ethan, it's Ethan versus Fraser. So no, say, cool. say your name, Tat, so it's me versus you. Yeah, yeah so your name's so your buzzer. first one in, yep. Yeah. Yep. So right. this first one uh, might confuse you a bit with the way it's it's uh, say written out. It's the way I read it. So basically, it's you need, basically need to end the sentence that oh, I've yeah. got. All right. So it's pretty straightforward, but... Uh, Round six in 2020 was the second time in a nine-game round where every home team won, despite... This is where you need to fill it in. Oh, uh, Ethan. Yep. Despite Brisbane Lions. No. Despite every home team won. Despite... Oh, dis- oh sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, Fraser. I, I thought I was on to something there. Um, yeah, I, I was going down what you were going to go. Like what you were saying, a team. Um... Despite, is there a clue? Is there something else you can? It's hint? to do with the home teams. Yeah. Okay. Um, Despite not every team playing at their actual home ground. Yes, that is oh, exactly. Yes. Right. <laughs> yep. How that so simple? How did that? Yeah, not I, know. I was thinking what you were thinking yeah. first. Though. And believe it or not, last night uh, Noah actually sent the screenshot of that where I got it off to the group chat last night. Um, that we talking so it. I was a bit worried about that I quickly yeah. sent him a message and said why'd you send oh, that I must, must do, not read, read do they it. always play yourself in the quizzes nah so uh, I've so everyone apart rotate. from me and Cal has yeah. had a turn against a guest this year yeah. and then if you win you keep going yeah. we don't do it over the phone if a guest is over the phone just because yeah. it's a bit hard But and then say 
if I lose, Cal will be on next yep. week. Does the guest normally win or how does it go? The guest always win. They usually come from high pressure. I was feeling good about myself. Question two. We saw Richmond equal their lowest winning score on the weekend, but what is the lowest score for a winning side in the AFL? Fraser. Eight points? No. Ever? Yeah, ever. Oh, um, I'm going to say... And you get a bonus point if you say the, the team. team and the year. No, okay. not the year. No, just, okay, just not the year. Just the, year. Just the team. It's probably ages ago. Oh, I'm going to go four points. No. That's, that's further away if you need to hit. That's yeah. further away. Fraser's close to do it. Can I say... Do yeah, I, yeah, go can on. Can I have another uh, guess at who the team was? Like who? It's a Melbourne team. Yeah. <sighs> Melbourne? No. no. Incorrect. Guess the margin. He just four, four was off. Four was off. Well, yeah, it, we'll, we'll switch it over. Is the team still in the competition? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so what are we going? Are we going back and forth? Yeah, yeah we go back yeah, and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. Go right. Back and forth. One each. Yeah, I'll you, go... Going higher. Yeah, okay. Eight. 17 points. No. You go. Right. Nathan? I'm going to go 26. <laughs> Bonus point for the team. <laughs> He's got it. You got, oh, it. got it? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Carlton because they've been around for a while. No. no. It was St. Kilda in 1909. Yeah. So oh, I was, it's one I was one. gonna go with the so, university or something. Yeah, like I was that. gonna say <laughs> that as well. But they were always losing. Yeah. All right, one all. Question three, one all. Yep. How many days has it been since the Waffle Premiers were crowned at Optus Stadium? Tough, mate. <laughs> Can we use that calendar in our phone? <laughs> <laughs> um, what are how we? many days? We'll so. give, we'll it's a pretty easy number. It's a pretty easy. Number. It's not like yeah, it's not like a hundred and fifty-four. Three hundred. Oh, he's got it. He's got it. Oh, he Bang on. Seven times 30, 210, oh, yeah. then easy number. A couple more months. Yeah. There we go. Uh, it's 2-1. Right. Oh, that was pretty good. All right. Go. In round seven, 2015, Fraser, you played against the Gold Coast Suns, yeah. getting a goal, 22 disposals yourself. Yeah. But which two West Coast players each kicked 4-2 that day? Ethan. Each kicked 4-2. I'm going to say Josh Kennedy was one of them. Uh, yes. Okay, and the other... I reckon I know the other one. You go, have the, a guess. The, the, He's still at the, the list. They're, they're both still was, playing. Oh, you can't the, say that. The thing, <laughs> the, uh, thing would just say 44 Jack players Darling, to choose from. I'm not sure. Um, no, nah, because there would only be <laughs> 17 still on the list or something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say Jack Darling. No. He wasn't playing. No. So I was thinking, uh, this is not my guess, but I was thinking it was going to be Josh Hill. Um, I'm going to go with Jamie Cripps. No. no. Bugger. We'll, we'll, we'll keep going until yeah, you get the second who's, player. Who's, who's in the forward line? Okay, can I... No, uh, no, no, no more hits. I'm no not giving you a hit. No more we should hits. be able to get it. No more hits. Um, yeah. Jack Darling? He wasn't playing. You just guessed oh, it. Oh, oh no. that's your guess. That's your guess. Luke Shuey. No. I can't think of what? anyone else. Um, I'm gonna I, wouldn't really, I wouldn't really pick him to kick four goals. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Okay. Um, say Maybe yeah. two, but probably not four. I've, I've had a blank here. Yeah, I'm um, having a bit of a blank as well. It's a premiership it's player in 2018. Oh, yeah, that's your last one. They're struggling. It's your guess, so you keep thinking. Yeah, oh, I'm, oh, I am. I'm oh, trying oh, to think. Oh, I'll try to think. Um, <sighs> Clock's ticking. <laughs> Elliot Yo. Oh, he's Bam! got it. Yeah, he's got Good it. work. I wouldn't have got that. I was, trying to, that. In, I was trying to think of got, uh, two all. So this is the decider. The, the last yeah. question, the who am I <laughs> question. I was thinking like, I don't know. I was going rogue. I was yeah, thinking like, was McGovern Ford or something yeah. like that. <laughs> anyway, question right, five. Yeah. Who am I? I was born in March 1993. Drafted in 2011 to the GWS Giants. 
I've played 135 games for them. I then made the move to a Victorian club like many others. Fraser. Iligas. Oh, oh. Adam is. Tomlinson. No. Ethan John Patton. No. Oh. Uh-huh. We'll continue going. There's a few. Yeah, I've been are. in the headlines lately. Fraser. Adam Trelaw. No. Oh, well, this, uh, I'll, 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 I'll go with this one It wouldn't one be first. Taylor Adams. Would I play for that, Essendon. Oh, oh, oh. Dylan Shield. Yes. Oh, jeez, I was getting a bit oh, nervous no. there. I thought you were the guys would have picked it up well, in the headlines. Cal, you'll be on next time, whoever. There we go. Boys, that's wrapped up the show. That's all the segments done. And so that's going to bring us to close. Boys, you got anything to add on? Not really. Fraser, really appreciate no, you coming thanks, boys. in. Keep doing sure the quizzes. Oh, oh. Keep doing yeah. the quizzes, all right? Yeah. Wish you all the best We're on Saturday on as <laughs> thanks well. Very much. Um, here on in. Hope you can get on an AFL list or... Um, yeah. Make finals for yeah. Perth. That'll be the goal. Thanks. Well, anyway, uh, Fraser, of course, we appreciate you coming in. Best of luck for Saturday's game and uh, the rest of the season with Perth. Um, so, yeah, thanks for coming in. Um, Ethan Cow, thanks to you boys again for coming in. Uh of course, it was great to have your company also. Make sure you check out the socials at Center Square Podcast and Instagram and Facebook to find out what's happening with our future shows and future special guests on the show. But until then, you've been listening to Sport FM 91.3, your football headquarters. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day.